Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Familypreneur podcast. We are in the middle of a really special series of interviews with industry-leading experts who also happen to be speaking at the Become Influential Virtual Summit, June 8th through 12th. Become Influential is a summit I created and hand-selected each amazing speaker for to support busy parents through the process of building profitable businesses without sacrificing family time. If you haven't already gotten your free ticket to the summit, you can grab that at becomeinfluential.com. Now I'm excited to introduce you to Holly Homer and talk about kickstarting your business on Facebook. Hey, Holly, thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. I cannot wait to have you at the Become Influential Virtual Summit, which is going to be June 8th through the 12th, and you're speaking on Wednesday, June 10th on the topic of Facebook and social media and knowing what to say. (laughs) What to say? What do I say? (laughs) And you've got such, so much great experience in your background. I would love if, I know that your story could probably take a whole hour, but (laughs) if you could try to condense your experience with social media and blogging um, into a quick little bite, I would... (laughs) I'd love to hear it. I would love to hear that too. No. Um, so <laughs> I accidentally started a blog about 15 years ago um, when I was a stay-at-home mom with three little boys under the age of five. I was literally just trying to find some adult conversation. <laughs> I felt alone and isolated. And so um, I started blogging and I found immediately a community uh, that were of people just like me, which was crazy. And that was before social media came around, you know, so like that blogging in the beginning for me was like, was my, was early social media. We would go to each other's blogs. We would write every day because that was our kind of our lifeline to the world. And then people would come leave comments. <laughs> it was so different back then. Like I might write, a blog post that got 500 people on it and 300 of them would leave a comment because that's how we used to do things before for Twitter and Facebook. So, so because of the blog, um, I was, uh, had the opportunity to write, um, my first book, um, which, um, was published, I guess about five years ago, 101 kids activities are the bestest, funnest ever. And the publisher approached, um, me because of the blog and, um, kids activities.com. So, And in that process of writing the book, one of the things that he said was, oh, if you, if you had a a Facebook page that had like 50,000 on it, it would really help book sales. And I just started laughing at him because I was like, we have a page that um, has 10,000 and 11, basically 11,000 on it. And 
they're all dead. (laughs) And, um, you know, back in the early days, many people don't, who didn't have Facebook pages back there, but we would get reader, we would get likes on our page by doing contests and giveaways. And then those people hated us. (laughs) They didn't want to hang out with us. And that's how, um, you know, the quirky mama Facebook page was at that time was that it was just a bunch of people that didn't like, that didn't interact with anything we posted. And so um, one of the things that had happened right before that is Pinterest had come, had come out and I was having a lot of success on Pinterest. And um, I noticed that like, it didn't matter how many times I pinned something like I could pin a hundred things a day and nobody cared on Pinterest. Like, in fact, the more I pinned, as long as as it was amazing, the more followers I would get. So I was like, why don't we try the Pinterest strategy over on Facebook? And I was like, worst case scenario, you know, we shake people up and they leave. We annoy them. And I'm like, so I kind of call it the wake the dead um, (laughs) strategy. (laughs) It's like, you're either going to love me or you're going to hate me and leave. And so that's what, that's what we did. And um, so we would post, go look at the analytics see, you know, and and basically give people more of what they were clicking on and liking and sharing and less of what they weren't. Well, and so um, we hit, um, our goal was this started in October, our goal was to get to 50,000 by Christmas, which I thought was a laughable goal. And we actually made it. And then um, a a year later, we were at um, a million over organic fans on Quirky Mama. And the page is now at 3.5 million. And it was all done by just posting, going into the insights, looking and seeing if people liked it or not, and, you know, giving more of what they liked and less of what they didn't. So no Facebook ads at all? No Facebook ads, completely 3.5 million organic fans on Perky Mama. Awesome. Just wanted to be totally clear. Yeah, no <laughs> Facebook ads. <laughs> they really like what we're doing. <laughs> no, that is awesome. And now your engagement has also improved, correct? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not going to grow a page without engagement, especially today. Um, in fact, that's really the only way to get eyeballs onto your, um, on anything that you post. So even though the, the word engagement is so kind of frustrating because it's like, it kind of separates what's happening. Like truly people, you know, think about like if there's people on the other side of there, <laughs> there's people that are scrolling and your posts cause them to stop their scroll and do something. And so that's really what the search anywhere on social media is, is stop you know, stop people, another person just like you to have, you know, to post something that will have them stop the scroll and then take action. And do you find that Facebook, is that your favorite social media platform? Are you still leveraging? No, I actually hate Facebook. And (laughs) but, um, but no, I, I mean, I have a love hate relationship with Facebook, because um, I don't love that, um, that they're very controlling and, um, and you know, I can't put everything out that I would want to put, not because my fans wouldn't like it, but, but because Facebook censors it. Um, I don't say that publicly on Facebook because, um, I don't want them to decide that I'm an evil empire, but I'm very, very conscious of what I do on Facebook, um, both per- personally and professionally. Because um, the Facebook has an agenda, 
And so, and all of these social networks have agendas. So we have to play the game. I mean, if we're going to play in this free organic playground, we have to know the rules and we have to play by those rules. And so um, I'm always trying to figure out what, what is in Facebook's best interest and along their rules that is also in my reader and fan's best interest. And when those things collide, that's when we have success and people love it. Um, and when those things don't collide, I either have Facebook that gets, you know, that holds back something from me so my fans don't see it or my fans. Um, yeah, it's just you have to play by the rules and just be aware that there are rules. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, just don't, they don't realize how important rule the rules are. <laughs> well, and they're important. I know you, rules suck, but they're important. <laughs> and I always compare it to just like Facebook is a business, just like you have a business mm -hmm. and you control the rules yeah. on your blog. You know, you're going to yeah. censor, if I went and posted something inappropriate, you would censor that. And so yeah. it's just trying to think of it in that same perspective you know yeah and so by the way like I might post something on kids activities blog then I don't post to Facebook because it's okay for kids activities blog but Facebook's not gonna like it um, and I and unfortunately Google is a little bit less um, Google's very controlling too so I can't just withdraw something from Google um, like I can from Facebook but with Facebook and Pinterest and these other social media networks, you can be really strategic about what of your content you're putting out there and what content is not, like not everything's gonna, that you write is gonna be popular on Facebook. In fact, um, what most people don't realize is a very small percentage of a blog content is responsible for the most amount of its traffic. And so there's probably 100 posts that Facebook really likes, but I have 10,000 that they don't. <laughs> But that doesn't mean other people don't like the other. Thousand. No, I can send yeah. them in emails and push notifications and put them on Pinterest and Google and all this other stuff. So that's that's where you, you want to, you know, the game is different on each one of these algorithms. And so once you know those rules, it's a lot easier to play a, a complete game and not just in, you know, someone else's field. Awesome. Well, so on your session, you're going to talk specifically about Facebook mm -hmm. and the organic strategies that you yes. used that mm -hmm. other people can apply in their own in their own pages in their own fields yes. to grow that organic reach, which I think is going to be amazing. And I cannot wait. For it's going to be super fun. And, and I'm not just going to talk about pages. Um, I'm also going to talk about personal profiles because oh, good. I feel like your profile on Facebook, especially is, um, is your, is your like home base for that social media platform. And I know a lot of people when they're starting businesses, they may not have a big Facebook page. I mean, I didn't when I started. And so um, there's so much that you can do to leverage your warm and hot market that already like know and trust you from your Facebook profile without being a crazy spammer. <laughs> Don't be a crazy spammer. <laughs> no, and that Facebook doesn't like that because that doesn't Facebook, play by their rules either. Yeah, that's against the rules. <laughs> but there are ways to do it without being. Yeah. In fact, there's ways that, you know, will actually increase your, um, your connections to your friends and acquaintances that are already part of your um, profile. And that, I mean, and that's kind of what this is all about uh, is, is increasing the connections. That's why people are on Facebook is to connect with other people. Otherwise they'd be like on Netflix, just watching stuff. Social. Media. Social. Yes. Social. <laughs> yeah. 
Remember the social piece. Oh, <laughs> now you're just being crazy. <laughs> Fake news. Um, <laughs> awesome. Exactly. I'm going to put a throw a hashtag in there in a minute. <laughs> Well, I want to just thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule. Um, just from this short little preview, I mean, there's a ton of value you dropped in here to begin with, but <laughs> I, we're going to need to join you on Wednesday, June 10th to see the rest of that amazing training and learn how to really leverage Facebook for all it can do for us organically for free without ads. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, I've, you've heard, you know, organic traffic, organic reach is dead. Um, that is a lie, an absolute lie. Um, last month, for instance, 10 million people showed up at my blog because of organic traffic. So awesome. when anybody says that, I just need you to understand that they are, they're just not you know, playing by the rules and, or they're, they're not understanding um, what's available right now. They're not in the trenches today. So, um, and it, anybody can do it. And in fact, you can start on this today with your own profile without building a thing. It is going to be a long-term game though, right? Like, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, to a certain extent, because like you already have connections, you already have like a warm market. So let's start there and then move out to that to that cold traffic situation because those warm the, that warm market can be very valuable in fact mo a lot of people run their business off of a warm market and you already have that and so I'm going to show you how to leverage that and then if you want to expand out into like bringing new people or cold traffic into that that's where you know getting into promotion and and stuff organic promotion and stuff on your Facebook page and videos and all that kind of stuff Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And we will see you again on June 10th. I can't wait. Yay. Bye. Bye. We're all busy. I get that. Believe me. But before you do anything else, hop over to becomeinfluential.com and grab your free ticket to the Become Influential Virtual Summit. It's happening June 8th through 12th, and you definitely don't want to miss it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Do us a favor. Share this podcast to a friend. It's like my mom always says, sharing is caring.